Welcome to a Holy Mess Podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Hey, hey, my friends, welcome back to the podcast. Okay, well, hi, I hope you guys are doing well. How are you? How is your week going? My week is going. It's a week. It's been a week. It's been two weeks of a week. You know, it's one of those times in my life. So here, here's just a a quick heads up. I don't really have a huge agenda today. I'm going to, it's going to be short. I just want to share my heart really quickly and let you know I've got a few episodes I sent off for editing. The sound was kind of wonky, so I couldn't edit it myself. And so anyways, my editor is doing the deal, but it's going to take a few days. But I wanted to come on really quick because it has been a few days over my goal of posting a podcast and I'm just trying to stick with it and to get it posted. So anyways, but so today I don't really have an agenda. I don't have three points that you should do. I don't have 10 steps to, you know, heal your heart and live your best life. I'm just going to share my journey. I'm going to share my journey with the last week and a half or so and just kind of share my heart and kind of share how I get through these funky times in my life. And so I'm winging it. This is from my heart. I tried to write down notes. I tried to write down three points. I couldn't. I'm exhausted. I'm emotionally exhausted. I'm spiritually exhausted. I'm just exhausted. So here you go. This is the raw Danny. So, and I don't know how much I'm going to get into, but I really am doing well. I'm very grateful. I have so much to be grateful for in my life. I was telling Gary today, Gary's my hubby, uh, if you don't know, but I was telling Gary today how grateful I am uh, that there's just so much going well in our lives. There's just so much I should be grateful for and I am grateful for, but I'm living through some really hard times too. And, you know, you guys know we went through some like scary health stuff last year and and all that sort of stuff. We still have a little bit of health stuff going on within our family and and not just our immediate family, but, you know, there's just stuff, life, okay? Like life sometimes sucks. There's just hard things going on in a few really important people in my life their life. Their life's on fire. And so it affects me. I'm kind of getting burned by others' lives that are on fire. And so I am trying to navigate the best that I can with the Lord and with, you know, wise counsel, how to move forward in certain aspects of life, right? And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it triggers my anxiety. Sometimes it triggers my even my depression. It just it just triggers me. I feel like sometimes I'm just a walking landmine of triggers, right? And so I told Gary, I'm like, hey, just a little heads up. I'm a little bit sensitive. You know, I don't want, you know, my husband walking around on eggshells, but, you know, I I think it's fair warning to let him know I'm raw. I don't have a lot of bandwidth. I'm really tired in every way. I'm feeling a little spent and a little exhausted. So I just want to give you a heads up. Maybe you don't need to walk around on eggshells, but just, you know, maybe, maybe just be aware of that, right? And so we've worked really hard to not walk around on eggshells with each other and to be honest and open and communicative and, and all that stuff. And so 
and to honor each other and to care for one another when one is struggling. And so this is my moment of struggle. And so, you know, and a couple of things happened a couple of weeks ago that kind of triggered it. And I'm seriously not going to get into all the details because it's not important. And, you know, honestly, I haven't really chatted it through with the people that's lives it affects and all that. And I, you know, I'm not one to, I'm not going to air other people's dirty laundry on my podcast, right? And so if I'm alluding to anything, I'm going to change the narrative a bit so that no one can even figure out who it's about. Okay, so because that's just I can I can talk crap about myself all I want, but I will not be talking negatively or anything about other people that can't defend themselves. I feel like that would be slander, right? I think that's biblical, too. So anyways, so there's some hell stuff going on. There's some other things going on and some other people's lives in my life that, you know, I'm trying to navigate and I'm trying to figure out how to help, when to step in, when to get involved, when to be a listening ear, you know, and it's really hard, you know, being in recovery, my recovery has to come first, right? And so much of the time I still see not only my addiction issues in relationships, but my codependency, you know, Jim, my therapist told me, years ago, that if you cut any addict open, uh, they bleed codependency. Like that is a fundamental core issue with most addicts. And I'll tell you what, codependency has been an issue in my life forever. I mean, I, you know, I'm always trying to gauge myself if I'm uh, in a codependent relationship, whether it be in, you know, close-knit relationships, whether it be with institutions, whether it be even with the church in general, like I feel like there's been some things, I've had some really hard conversations the last few weeks, really beautiful hard conversations the last few weeks, sharing with people and people sharing with me, they're hurt by the quote unquote church, right? And I say quote unquote, because you guys, we're all the church, you're the church, I'm the church. But the reality is sometimes institutions uh, hurt people. And so I've, for whatever reason, there's been a few conversations the last few weeks that have been just kind of broken my heart. And it's kind of, I've kind of been thinking a lot about it and a lot about why these things happen and how we open ourselves up to get hurt by the church and, or quote unquote church and and that sort of thing. And I'm not poo-pooing the church. I, I love the church. I believe that there's a lot of good that happens, but I know, you know, you guys, I've <laughs> been behind the scenes enough in enough uh, church capacities to know that there's some stuff there. And anyone that says there's not is lying or has not ever seen behind the veil of a church. There's broken human beings running institutions and trying to lead people to Jesus and, you know, and all that. And they have to contend with the same things that you and I do as human beings. And so, Anyways, but so there's been like a few heavy things going on in my life and in people's lives around me. And I'm very empathetic. And I, at these things, like in the moment, I'm good to go. I'm I'm in the moment, I'm present. But if I'm not careful, and I'm not doing my self care, and by self care, I don't mean getting massages every day. And, you know, bubble baths and all that sort of stuff. Although I am pro massage and bubble bath, but if I'm not caring for myself in a, if I'm not being super diligent with my spiritual hygiene and my mental health hygiene and my physical well-being as I am in every other aspect, then I'm not 
I'm not fully being who I am supposed to be in this moment of my life, right? And so I've worked really hard to get my mind right and to really have really good mental health, (laughs) even though I laugh because I'm like, I still struggle with depression. And people laugh. They're like, I don't, I don't see it. You have so much joy. Oh my gosh, I do. And I'm not faking it. I'm a very joyful person. Oh my gosh, I have so much joy. I think I annoy people at times. And it's sincere. It's from the bottom of my soul. It's in my bones. I mean, I was created with this joy. But I'll tell you what, two seconds later, I, I feel just as deeply the despair and the depravity of man and this loss and suffering. I mean, I, I've i struggled with depression since I came out of the womb. I mean, I think I was depressed in my mother's womb. I mean, I think and we can talk about physiologically how that all occurred and all that. But I believe that Some of us who have struggled with depression, I believe some of it is seasonal. I believe some of it is some people just struggle with it their whole life. And I don't think it's something that you can just pray away. Yes, I've seen people be delivered from different things and depression and different seasons of depression and and when they've experienced, you know, great healing in that. But more times than not, I believe it's a process. And you know, I'm not going to wait around for God to deliver me from this struggle with depression. I'm going to learn how to live within it and find joy and love and hope and peace and experience the presence of God, even with the struggle of depression. And so, but that's been my journey the last couple of weeks. So something triggered me and then something else triggered me. And then it was like, just this, I was just depressed. I was just in this, like, I'm tired. I'm not motivated. I don't want to do anything. You know, my podcast has gotten all this amazing, amazing traction. I'm going on a couple other podcasts in the next couple of weeks. I've actually, this one podcast with like almost a million downloads invited me on their podcast. And I've literally avoided, Steph, I'm so sorry. I've avoided the Google Doc to fill out to come on the podcast because I'm like, I don't know what kind of place I'm going to be in next week, right? Like I've been in this funk for a week and a half, two weeks now. What if it's still here next week? And so, but I am going to fill out that Google Doc because come hell or high water, I'm in it to win it and I don't care. I'm just going to, I'll go on feeling a little bit melancholy. Like who cares, right? And so, but this is, this was my point. So I'm going to circle and, and sew this whole thing together for you. If you're struggling, if you're just in a funky place, here's what I want to say to you. Number one, you're not doing anything wrong necessarily. Could you be making wrong choices? And, you know, if you're hungover because you're binging at night or whatever, if you're watching 18 hours of Netflix a day, okay, those are probably not the best choices. And I'm going to encourage you to close your screen and go on a walk and go smell a tree and go eat an apple and and all of that sort of thing, right? And drink water to hydrate yourself, take some Tylenol, you know, that sort of thing, okay? But for the most part, Life's hard. Life's heavy. We're trying to do the best we can with what we have. We're trying to make good choices. And if you're just in a funky season, can I just say, it's okay. It's okay. Give yourself a break. Take a deep breath and remind yourself, this too shall pass. And, you know, I said that quote a few weeks ago on the podcast, this too shall pass. It may pass like a kidney stone, but it will pass, right? Well, that's usually for like a a season or a reason, like a medical thing or, or whatever. But the reality is these even these depression moments or depressive states or this season of funky or just of sadness like it's okay we we can't deny the reality of what it is like it's okay to validate yourself and say yep i'm having a funky week and it's funky but it's okay i might be better next week or i might not but i'm going to keep going so i'd encourage you number 1 take a deep breath you're not doing anything wrong number 2 
validate that this too shall pass. I'm not going to feel like this forever. You're not in a life sentence to feel miserable forever. And if this has been going on for a really long time, I would encourage you, you know, if this is like been too long and if you need to reach out, maybe you need to go to the doctor, maybe you need to reach out to a therapist. I mean, get some help. You do not, if you're just wanting to stay in PJs all day and get some help, I'd encourage you. I'd, I'd absolutely send us an email. I will help you find a good therapist. I will help you find a good doctor. I will help you find a good support group. Like get some help. You do not need to walk in your misery alone. I promise you. Okay. So there's those two points. And my third and final point that I want, look at that. I did come up with three points. Who knew? Who knew I'd come up with three points? Okay. So my third and final point, I don't even know what it was now. Hang on. Let me think is do the next right thing. Do something productive. I don't care if it's unload your dishwasher. I don't care if it's call your next client. I don't care if it's book your next vacation so you have something to look forward to. I don't care if it's get groceries so your kids can make sandwiches. Do something. Do the next right thing. You guys, I'm telling you, the last few days especially, I've really, I mean, I've I've avoided my podcast and doing my this work for a few days. But I have paid bills, okay, bills that like I had to go through and kind of scan through our American Express bill. We went on vacation and we had uh, a larger bill than normal and I've been putting it off. It was like in a file. I paid the bill, but then I'm like, eh, I don't know if it's right. And so anyways, I had to go through that. I had to schedule some trip thing for my daughter for the summer. I mean, there were just these logistical things that have been hanging over me that I just needed to do. And honestly, it felt good to finally get those things done. I'm a, I'm an avoider of those types of things because I'm always going after the shiny fun ball. And the podcast is a shiny fun ball. Okay. But now that I've actually gotten some traction and some you know, a little bit. I mean, it's success to me. It's not success to somebody who has, you know, a million downloads. But to me, you know, I've I've had some traction and success. So now I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's shiny and fun anymore. Like, I don't know that shiny ball. Like people are actually listening. So I actually have to show up now. Like it's I've all of a sudden it hit me when I had those 10,000 downloads. And when I had that first week with a thousand down, I had 1200 downloads in a week. I'll tell you what, it hit me of like, this is real. Like people are actually listening. And it kind of frightened me a little bit. And I'm not saying that triggered me into this and woe is me, whatever. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is I'm still dealing with this like mental gymnastics in my head and fear of failure is just as difficult to walk through as fear of success. Like sometimes when things are going well in life, I don't know about you, but I'm like, when's it going to end? When's the rug going to be pulled out from under me? Well, heck, I'll just pull it out right now because it's going to end funky, right? Like, why do we live in the insanity of that? Like, I literally torture myself with those thoughts and it's ridiculous. And so anyways, it's just not helpful. And I've been indulging in kind of allowing myself to have these indulgent, crazy thoughts. And it's that's all it is. It's indulging in thoughts. And we don't have to believe everything we think. We don't have to believe every struggle. And So physiologically, I think I have been in a funk. I think I've been a little bit depressed, but I've been allowing my thought life to kind of have its way. And frankly, our brains, we're supposed to control our brains. Our brains aren't supposed to control us. Somebody told me one time to name your brain and be like, don't do that, Bertha. Like, no, you're not in control today. I actually am okay. This is not going to end. I am happy. I have a roof over my head. I've got a, you know, a husband who loves me. I've got kids who love me. I've got a community and family. I've got ministry. I've got purpose. I've got a business, like all these things, right? And I've got my health and, and all that sort of thing. And so 
that's what I'm, that's what I've been struggling with. That's what I've been journeying through. And I just wanted to share with you guys those couple of points of like, it's okay. Don't believe everything you think. If you are in a funk, holy moly, it's okay. Validate it. Tell yourself it's not going to last forever and get up and do the next right thing. I don't care if it's just go on a short walk. I don't care if it's just go drink eight ounces of water. I don't care if it's go shower. If you're, you know, if you have a business, call your clients, whatever you got to do, pay a bill, call your mom, call your sister, do some, do the next right helpful thing. And if you just string together a couple of days worth of the next right helpful things, I'll tell you what, you're going to be a lot more grateful for yourself and for grateful for the situation when you come out of either funk, right? Because you've, you know, I know when I come out of this little funky, I'm going to have that list of to-dos that I had put off for literally three months. And it's going to be almost done because I did all the mediocre caca work that I never want to do. But I just plowed through it because I didn't feel like picking up the mic and recording a podcast or doing any of my other business stuff. It's just been whatever. So anyways, it's worked for me. I know it can work for you. And so I just wanted to kind of give you a virtual hug if you're struggling. I know the world, it's just a, there's a lot going on. We're all just coming out of COVID and still there's even so much political stuff and I can't even watch the news still and and all of that. So anyways, I just wanted to give you some grace and tell you I love you. I know I also brought up the whole church hurt thing and I was going to go down that rabbit path. We're going to save that for next week because I want to put some thought into that because I think there's a lot of us with some church hurt and, you know, and again, I'm going to say right now, I am pro church. I am pro community. I am pro a group of followers following Jesus. But I do want to remind you that you have the power of the Holy Spirit within you. And if something feels off, it's follow your gut, like follow that and find a community that you can converse with. And, you know, I have these conversations with friends all the time in my circle because it's a struggle. It's been a struggle for me for years. Like literally since I joined the church, the church has been a struggle for me, but that's quote unquote, the church, right? It's human beings, right? Human beings have been a struggle for me. (laughs) And especially when they put the name of Jesus as they're like, they're representing him. I don't know. I just have high expectations of what that should look like. And I don't mean by perfect behavior, but I do mean by like compassionate, grace-filled human beings, because that's the Jesus I've encountered. And so when someone is anything other than grace-filled and compassionate, uh, even if with the truth, like you, you know, speak the truth in love. If you're not speaking the truth in love and eh, you're not speaking the truth because it, you got to have truth and love. And so anyways, I could go on for hours, but I don't want to bore you. That's my heart. If you think of it, please say a prayer for me. I'd love to come out of this funk, but if I don't, Hey, I'm still showing up and I'm going to continue to show up for my life and be as okay. And in the moment as I possibly can be. And I pray the same thing for you. So let me say a little prayer over you. Jesus, I thank you, God, that you uh, are with us. God, I thank you that it doesn't matter if we're struggling with depression or with anxiety or with a loss or whatever we're struggling with, God. I pray that you would just meet my friend right where they're at. Pray that you'd bless them. I pray that we can all take a deep breath knowing we're not doing anything wrong, that we're just showing up, Lord, and we're um, we're just showing up another day, Lord. And I just, man, I just like, I rebuke and renounce any lie that if you can't struggle with depression or anxiety and be a Christian. Like, I can't believe that's even still in in the verbiage of um, a possibility that some people speak out. And so, Lord, I just, if any of my friends have struggled with uh, Christianity because 
someone has said, well, you, you don't have enough faith or you haven't prayed enough about your depression or your anxiety that you're struggling with, man, Lord, I'm sorry. And God, I pray for my friend that has endured that. And I just say, I love you. And that that's not the truth. And that you are absolutely a Christian if you still struggle with depression and anxiety and that you are loved and uh, you are, you are so valuable and so cherished. So Lord, I don't know. This was a wonky episode, but I just wanted to share my heart. Bless my friend in Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys, talk to you soon. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.